Always thought-provoking and informative. Forget the spin and media bias from the left and right. We know you are sick and tired of being told what to think, how to act, and what you can and can't do. Direct from the Ustream It Broadcast Network, it's time for another edition of the last Christian newscast and radio show with your hosts, J.D. Williams and T.L. Farley. Real news and biblical common sense analysis starts in three, two, one. Well, welcome everybody, and thank you so much for joining us for another edition of The Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show. My name is J.D. Williams here in beautiful East Texas, and joining me there in the Dallas and Fort Worth area is my good friend, my co-host, and most importantly, my brother in Christ, Mr. T.L. Terry Farley. How you doing, Terry? Well, y'all were here in communist country. No, (laughs) I couldn't. I couldn't, I couldn't resist, but anyway. I love you it. I just it. love it. You missed that loop. You missed that loop. And I, I did. No, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to let that go. I so. did. I, I left it out. I said, you know, I've worn out the socialist, communist Dallas area, so I'm going to leave it out. And so here you come, and you remind us that that's exactly what Dallas and Fort Worth has turned into over the last few years. And, then, you know, uh, we say it in jest, but uh, the truth of the matter is, uh, it's not exactly conservative territory. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Texas is known to be a conservative state, but Dallas and Fort Worth and mm-hmm. uh, Houston and Austin, <laughs> definitely well, let me, not. Let me, th- sure, let me throw a positive word in on that. Folks, you, everybody wants money. They want to have power and all of this. Dallas is becoming one of the prominent, preeminent cities on the planet, actually. If you mm-hmm. go in and check the what's going on, and that's the way it's growing. And the problem with that is, is when that camera first comes on you, it doesn't matter where you, and, and you get in a better movie and a better movie. Man, I mean, you start dancing and singing and smiling and doing everything, and that's what happens. So don't be praying for money. Pray for Jesus to help you to get where you need to be for him, and it may be in a place where nobody even knows you're around, but you'll be doing God's will, and Amen. that's the key. Amen. Okay, uh, get a few news items out of the way here. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, the debt ceiling. And here in the United States, that's a big thing. Um, and mainly, I, we touched on this before, but you know, the debt ceiling is kind of a way that uh, people, uh, certain politicians anyway, who have the cushy life, hold this above the citizens of the United States and say, you know, if you don't go along with what we want, then we're going to hurt you with uh, mm-hmm. your Social Security checks. We're going to close down, uh, you know, uh, national parks. Uh, we're we're uh, we are not going to continue to fund our veterans' hospitals. So where do the doctors and you know nurses go? And what happens to the patients? They make it as difficult as they possibly can on citizens. Okay. So mm-hmm. anyway, uh, they have reached an agreement supposedly with this debt ceiling thing, with uh, the Democrat uh, caucus and the Republican caucus. And there are certain Republicans that are speaking out against this thing. You know, and we, we talked about this last week, that neither the House majority or minority leaders could promise that their caucus was going to go along with this. So anyway, there are a handful of hard-right Republican lawmakers that said they would oppose a deal to raise the United States $31.4 trillion debt ceiling. Um, But it is still expected to pass, according to both the uh, minority and majority leaders. Uh, One thing that I found funny here, and I hope YouTube doesn't get mad at me. Remember, I'm a member of the U.S. Press Association, YouTube, so you have a little bit of a difficult time taking me down for making a factual statement, okay? Uh, But anyway, Biden, he says he's been working the phones as well. He said it feels good. We'll see when the vote starts. So he knows what the debt ceiling is, obviously. Well, no, I can't say that. Somebody told him that this is important. Now, they said he's working the phones. <laughs> Does that mean he figured out how to, how to work the phone? I'm, I'm really not sure. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm going to leave it at that before I get myself in trouble. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. All right. Um, also, deep faking it. Have you heard of this, about this? Deep faking it. 
th- this is a warning. Uh, this is uh, per uh, Reuters. A warning about the American 2024 election colliding with AI. Now, I'm going to, and again, listen to what I say here very, very carefully. The quote that I'm about to give you has appeared in advertising. Both of these quotes have appeared in advertising. Both of these quotes have appeared to come out of the mouth of the person that is that I'm going to tell you about, but neither are true, okay? Keep that in mind, okay? Neither are true. I'm reporting this. I want YouTube to understand I'm not saying this is true. I'm saying that that AI has made this look true, and it's not, okay? Here's the first quote. I actually like Ron DeSantis a lot. Hillary Clinton reveals in a surprise online endorsement video, he's just the kind of guy this country needs, and I really mean that. Completely fake, but it came with AI. It looks like Hillary Clinton is speaking, and her voice is just like Hillary Clinton. So people that like Hillary Clinton and don't know that this is AI generated, they think Hillary Clinton just endorsed Ron Santos for president of the United States. Okay? Here's the next one. Joe Biden finally lets the mask slip, unleashing a cruel rant at a transgender person. Quote, you will never be a real woman. Unquote. That is what the U.S. president said. Again, completely fake. He didn't say it, but it looks like he did. It's coming out of the mouth of somebody that appears on camera and looks exactly like him. And, you know, it it looks real. It looks 100% real. So why am I bringing this up? Because this is the future of AI. This is what they can actually do, okay? And I promise you, you know, technology... When it is invented, is it's, it's always invented for a good purpose, and every time it is twisted and used for a bad purpose, every single time. Terry, you want to comment on any of this? No, uh, that's uh, folks. This is it. This is the reality that we're living in. It's not God's reality, but this is what we are to deal with day to day, moment to moment, hour to hour, as we go forward. Uh, when you hear something. You've got to be careful. I posted something on Getter uh, this morning, uh, a statement that a guy made, and and the statement had to do with AI. And uh, the guy was saying, talking about AI taking over, and supposedly, and I emphasize supposedly, Congress is trying to gain control of AI. They're putting forward it. This is the report. I don't know if this is true or not true, but this is the report. So I put it out and I and I juxtaposed it so that we have a real picture of what's being trans, transferred here, what's being spoken about. I said, can you imagine, as an example, if Congress were to control AI, stop and think, what would you think would happen if an administration such as Joe Biden's got control Well, let let me jump in there and say this, that would be be scary for a conservative. It would be just as scary for a liberal to worry about what Donald Trump or another Republican president would do. Okay, so I'm not going to, so we've got to frame that. Okay, we've got to frame that correctly. It's a better presentation. Um, again, naturally, what I gave you was what what my perception right, was. Exactly. Yeah, but but you're absolutely right. It doesn't matter anybody who controls AI, which makes us wonder: Does Elon how how much in control of AI is he? I don't think he is, and I'll tell you why: yeah. because he's warning he's warning against it. So he wouldn't be shooting himself in the foot. Uh, No, um, my whole purpose for even bringing this thing up is that this, to me, is a great tool for the Antichrist in the future. Oh, yes. And again, technology is always created for good, 
and it is 100% of the time always flipped for bad by those mm-hmm. that have evil intentions. Mm-hmm. Not by everybody, but by those that mm-hmm. have evil intentions. Okay, um, let's move on here and uh, listen to this clip real quick. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is touting a series of measures that he has pushed that has led to an upswing in banned or restricted books, not just in Florida schools, but an increasing number of other conservative states. Florida last year became the first in a wave of red states to enact laws making it easier for parents to challenge books in school libraries they deem to be pornographic, deal improperly with racial issues or in other ways be inappropriate for students. Liam Williams reporting. Now, you know, you guys have always heard me many, many times say, you know, I'm I'm anti-censorship, I'm anti, um, you know, bans on different things. And I still am. But I can, I believe I can throw a caveat into this, and that is that what is taught in public schools that we pay taxes on, I believe that we have a right to know what these schools are teaching our children. And I believe that we have the right to say, no, you cannot have these books that are sexually explicit or pornographic or anti-Christian, or pro-Satanic in the public school system. I believe that as parents, we have the right to go to a school board and say, we don't want this crap taught to our children. And so I support what Governor DeSantis did in Florida. I do not believe that this is censorship at all. I believe that this is to limit the bad and uh, inappropriate information being distributed to children. So mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm cutting a fine line there, I know. But anyway, that's, that is my personal opinion on that. Terry, do you have one? Yeah, no, I'm completely with it. Um, I could go on for ages on this one. But um, yeah, we need to keep uh, age-appropriate uh, information. You get to be 21 years old, and you can do the worst that you want to do uh, yeah. the law hopefully is going to stop you from hurting anyone uh, but you know i mean look look what they're doing with the uh the trans uh parties they're throwing for children little baby children i've seen the videos you've seen the videos yeah the and i'm, I'm gonna ha- i'm gonna have know. to i'm gonna have to shut you down on that one because um for some that is appropriate and it's okay yeah. and uh, so i don't i don't want to i don't want to put our 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 stamp on either one of that. I'm just saying for very, very specific, <laughs> for a very, very specific thing, school. Yeah. Okay. Education yeah. of our youth. Yeah. That's where I want yeah. to focus on that to be. <clears throat> okay. Um, Perry, it's time for you. And as you get uh, oh as, as you get yeah. all of your information together there, I do want to remind people that the last Christian newscast and radio show is proud to partner with a great educational program for youth based on solid Christian principles and values. Now, as a parent concerned about what your children are exposed to and learning in public schools, you will appreciate the opportunity to learn about Kirkwood Christian online learning program that will keep your kids engaged and learning without worrying about the type of curriculum being presented to them. All it takes is a few minutes to set up the program and your kids can begin working independently on any device, including desktop computers, laptops, tablets, iPads, or smartphones. And of course, you can learn more about this program on the Last Christian website at lastchristian.net. That's www.lastchristian.net for all of the free information on Kirkwood Homeschool Learning Program for Kids. And, you know, that kind of drives home that point that we were just on there, uh, Terry, is what is what is appropriate and what is not appropriate parents getting to decide. So, you know, homeschool is a great way for you to be able to decide what your kids see and what your kids don't see. And with that, Terry, it is time for you. Two Minutes with Terry begins right about now. Homeschool works, folks. Uh, Last Christian charge, uh, engaging the sword today. We encourage daily anticipation of Jesus' shout prepared for battle. Let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. James 1.18. This I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies we are not consumed. His compassions fail not. New every morning. Great, O Lord, 
is thy faithfulness. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Romans 12.1. We now continue in Psalm 119, verses 121 through 144. Aim. I have done judgment and justice. Leave me not to mine oppressors. Be surety for thy servant for good. Let not the proud oppress me. Mine eyes fail for thy salvation and for the word of thy righteousness. Deal with thy servant according unto thy mercy and teach me thy statutes. I am thy servant. Give me understanding that I may know thy testimonies. It is time for thee, Lord, to work, for they have made void thy law. Therefore, I love thy commandments above gold, yea, above fine gold. Therefore, I esteem all thy precepts concerning all things to be right, and I hate every false way. Thy testimonies are wonderful, pay. Thy testimonies are wonderful, therefore doth my soul keep them. The entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. I opened my mouth and panted, for I longed for thy commandments. Look thou upon me, and be merciful unto me as thou usest to do unto those that love thy name. Order my steps in thy word, and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. Deliver me from the oppression of man, so will I keep thy precepts. Make thy face to shine upon thy servant, and teach me thy statutes. Okay, I'm gonna, I've got to break in on you right there, Terry. I hate to, right in the middle of Scripture, but we've got to, we've got to stay on schedule here. So, Amen. Uh, anyway, uh, Terry will be back in the second half of the show with that. Now, um, this guy uh, is going to be somebody that people are going to salute on one side, and they're going to demonize on the other, okay? But I want you to listen to this report very quickly. Former diplomat and presidential advisor Henry Kissinger marked his 100th birthday on Saturday, outlasting many of his political contemporaries who guided the United States through one of its most tumultuous periods, including the presidency of Richard Nixon and the Vietnam War. Born in Germany on May 27, 1923, Kissinger remains known for his key role in American foreign policy of the 1960s and 1970s, including eventual attempts to pull the U.S. out of Vietnam. Okay, now, why did I bring in Henry Kissinger? Um, well, because without him, we wouldn't have China in uh, the, issue, the, the issues that we have now. China, uh, he was instrumental in... Uh, Terry, are, are you really concerned that much? Okay. Anyway, uh, well, okay. Yeah, uh, there was. <laughs> I mean, you look like you were really digging for the sheriff this time. Okay, anyway. Okay. Um, anyway, Henry Kissinger was instrumental in uh, opening up China. Um, and uh, President Nixon, of course, was the first president to actually go there. Uh, and it was in the uh, 1970s, and uh, for good or bad, uh, anyway, the man had a tremendous amount of uh, influence in the United States, and I, I felt like that he deserved he deserved that recognition. 100 years old, um, uh, I don't see myself doing that. Uh, Terry, you have any, any <laughs> recollections of uh, Henry Kissinger? I'm sure you do, because you were you were serving in the army about that time, weren't you? Or was that before? Yes, and. Um all of my understanding of, of Mr. Kissinger is pretty much personal opinion, and so I'm okay. going to leave it there. <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, uh, this next one, this next report, really does hit home because what I want you guys to understand, I want to make this really clear. I'm going to move my mic a little bit to where you can really hear this. Okay. Those that curse Israel are cursed. Those that bless Israel are blessed. That according to the word of God. Okay? Amen. Now, I want you to listen first to this. It's a gentleman that, I, uh, Terry, you may even know him for all I know, with all your acting experience and all that stuff. But um, I want you to listen to this very carefully, and then I've got a couple of reports right behind it. So listen to this carefully. Anti-Semitism has always been there. It's, it's either been just around the corner and slightly out of sight, but always lurking. 
or it has been much more overt, like in Germany in the 30s. Um, but not since Germany in the 30s have I witnessed anti-Semitism no longer lurking, but standing proud with hands on hips like Hitler and Mussolini, uh, uh, kind of daring us to defy it. I've never experienced this in my entire life, especially in this country. Somehow the marginalizing of people that aren't part of some kind of a majority race uh, is, is something that has been creeping up on us for years and years and years and somehow 2014, 2015, 2016 hate became a kind of membership to a club that has gotten more members than I ever thought was possible in America and hate and anti-Semitism go hand in hand. Okay, now I'm, I'm stopping the video here because a lot of you are not seeing this um, in visual form. And remember, you can always do that if you go to www.lastchristian.net or if you happen to uh, be watching us on YouTube. But the, the person that you were listening to there is Steven Spielberg. And he said he hasn't seen this type of anti-Semitism um, and standing so proud in the United States since uh, Germany in the 1930s. And I agree with that 100%. The, the video goes on, uh, and he has one more statement that he says here, which that uh, attacks against Jews in New York City are the highest they've been in decades. And this has been reported by the Simon uh, Weisenthal Center. We, I think I'm saying his name right, Weisenthal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, now, uh, Terry, again, those that bless Israel are blessed. Those that curse Israel are cursed. So people will probably say, okay, well, you know, this is one actor, uh, you know, in, in his opinion. And the reason that I played that is to where I could read this. Hmm. This is uh, now this comes out of the uh, Israel National News. Pro-terror extremists harassed Toronto's Walk with Israel. Now this is a anti-Israel extremist protested at Toronto, Canada. Okay, their annual Walk with Israel parade, calling for violence and praising terrorists, according to Honest Reporting Canada. Around twenty thousand supporters of Israel had attended the annual walkathon that shows support for Israel and is followed by a celebration by the Jewish community. Now, this is what this group that is opposing it. This is what they had to say. You are a bunch of criminals. That's all you are. You are not Jewish. How can a Jew, after they went to the Holocaust, do another Holocaust on the Palestinians? How can a Jew commit another Holocaust on the Palestinians? The real Jews, they supported us, the demonstrators have claimed, before referring to Zionism as terrorism and calling for the destruction of Israel and repeating the genocidal slogan, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Palestine will be free. Signs held up by the demonstrators included the pro-terror phrase, the resistance is legitimate, while others featured a swastika imposed over the Star of David, which according to the IHRA, working definition of anti-Semitism, is a clear example of anti-semitism that's canada terry okay that's mm -hmm. canada that's okay now mm -hmm. michigan michigan city targeted with anti-semitic flyers this again from the israeli national news the city of novi michigan was targeted with anti-semitic flyers spreading hatred and conspiracy theories the Detroit Jewish News reported the flyers were thrown from a passing car and found on driveways in Novi. Uh, a quote here, uh, in 2022, this organization, GDL, was reported to have committed over 450 incidents, and these flyers have appeared in 42 states. Okay, um, now, it said they 
They are vile propagandists, and their campaigns target Jews from everything from COVID pandemic to pedophilia. They exist for one reason, to spread the lies and myths about Jews. Then, you think I'm done, I'm not. I got another one for you. The Jewish groups, uh, allies, uh, are demanding a, a, uh, an apology from uh, the uh, City University of New York. Now, the city, uh, this, this place, they had a speaker at their commencement ceremony. Okay? Her name was Fatima Musa Muhammad, who was selected by the 2023 class to speak at the CNUY law ceremony, and she accused Israel of indiscriminately murdering Palestinians and encouraging lynch mobs. She also celebrated resistance to Zionism around the world while lauding the school's support of the anti-Israel BDS movement. Now, initially, this report was taken down, um, taken off of uh, social media or whatever, but both sides, the anti-Jewish and the Jewish sides, both wanted it posted for their own different reasons, of course. But, uh, and of course, this lady, when confronted uh, with this and wanted to be questioned about it, she has not responded to any questions. In other words, and Miss Muhammad, I'll make this really clear, you are a coward, lady. You are a complete coward. If you're going to stand up and you're going to make an announcement like that, then have the guts to defend yourself. And if you can't do that, then shut up and don't open your mouth and do something and say something that you know is utterly false. And YouTube, Facebook, that is my opinion as a United States citizen covered under the United States Constitution. Terry, you got 30 seconds to respond. Go ahead. Yeah, she can't speak because she's wrong and she knows that she has no true facts to back up what she's saying. Right. Okay, uh, enough on all that. But again, those that bless Israel will be blessed. Those that curse Amen. will be cursed. And more and more, the United States continues to not reprimand people that are cursing Israel, which means that we're, we're saying, okay, I guess it's okay, you know. I guess that's all right. Well, that's a good way to condemn the United States of America. That's what that, yeah, that's that's what that means. Okay. So uh, anyway, I want to make it clear that I support mm -hmm. Israel, as does the last Christian newscast and radio show. By the way, if you're looking for a new show, all you got to do is go to www.lastchristian.net. We'll be happy to sign you up there. Only takes a minute, and you can join all the stations that are already broadcasting us. Now, for everybody else, and really for everybody uh, listening today, we'll be back right after the break with the second half of the Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show. According to reports, more Christians are killed for their faith each year in Nigeria than in the rest of the world put together. Fulani militants have been sweeping northern states, firing assault rifles and burning homes, including blessings. We've changed her name to protect her. It says the Fulani militants came and began attacking the community and chasing people from their homes. They were destroying houses and setting them ablaze. And she said Nigerian soldiers stationed nearby did nothing at all to help the villagers. Others said the same. Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Pastor John, we changed his name too, was at a prayer meeting when they heard gunshots. The military barracks is next to the town, but when the villagers called on the soldiers to help, Pastor John says they did nothing. The military, we told them, we called on them. We were calling on them to come and help us with the police. What they told us clearly that their hands were tight that they would not be able to do anything because they were not giving command from the government. In fact, they were killing some people in front of the military, they were not doing anything. Pastor John and the others believe the attack was religiously motivated. When they were shooting, what we heard from them is Allah Wakabar, Allah Wakabar, Allah Wakabar. We heard them clearly. So we knew actually this is Islamic Jihad coming to attack us. Archbishop Benjamin Kwashi is a partner of Release International. I must say that this is happening under the nose of a federal government. I've done far more funerals 
in the last 20 years than I have done naming ceremonies or weddings put together. I'm a grieving pastor. It's election time in Nigeria. Archbishop Kwashi says unless the new president stops the killings, Nigeria will face a refugee crisis that will impact the world. Christians are going to run out of this country. They're going to leave in droves. They will not wait for the persecution. That will happen. Release International has named Nigeria as a key country of concern. It calls for prayer and support for the suffering church in that nation. Release International partners are providing trauma counseling for victims of violence. Hosea 6 verse 3. Let us press on to know the Lord. He will come to us as the spring rains that water the earth. I received this verse in an encouraging text from a friend today. Sean reminded me that the Hebrew word for know is yodah. It's the same word used for the intimate relationship between a husband and a wife. Sean encouraged me to press in and know God intimately, especially through the dry seasons of life. Then Sean said, as sure as the dawn comes after the night, God will come through for us. So now is the time before the rains to really press in and know God intimately. God's word reminds us to acknowledge, which is the same Hebrew word, yodah, intimately acknowledge the Lord in all our ways and he will direct our paths. God dragging is acknowledging God intimately through the droughts of life. I'm Dudley Anderson. Send me an email, dudley at surereality.net. And welcome back to the second half of the last Christian newscast and radio show. My name is J.D. Williams here in East Texas. And joining me there from the Dallas and Fort Worth area is, uh, well, he says that uh, that he'll still take an acting job anywhere, anytime, anyplace, or, you know, as long as you can pay him enough money for it. Mr. T.L. Terry Farley there in uh, the Dallas area. And, Terry, I, I brought that up. I, th- I threw that out there for one reason, and that is you got on yeah. me as soon as we went to break. And he said, Stephen Spielberg is not an actor. He's a director. And I said, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. But I'm going to remind you, I don't watch movies. Okay, so anyway, um, so I'm. Uh, no, you don't have to. You actually don't have to say that because when you said actor, people that are listening are like, okay, the guy doesn't really watch movies. No, he has no he clue. Has no, yeah. He doesn't have a clue. No clue. Doesn't have a so first they clue. Let, they let that one. Yeah, they let that one pass. Yeah, so and, anyway, and but that the is, reason I didn't. Now wait a minute. The okay. reason I didn't let it pass is because. What if Stephen needs somebody for a part and I'm perfect for it and he finds out that I'm on a show with a guy that said, yeah, Steven Spielberg is an actor. And and he didn't say anything. He'd say, yeah, he'd say, hey, I, he'd say, I remember the time we talked. He says, and you're out, buddy. Yeah. Forget yeah. it. So. Yeah, uh, well, and, and Terry does uh, has at least spoken to him. I, I don't know if you guys are friends, acquaintances, or one-time bump, in, bump no. around, buddy. I don't know. But uh, anyway, uh, anyway, well, it's just, just kind of proves the point that I never you. watch movies, okay? Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. now uh, getting back into things here that are important, and um, <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> again, uh, bless Israel, curse Israel. I, I think Amen. that's extremely, Amen. extremely important material there. Amen. And, um, Amen. you know, I'm glad that someone with the notoriety of a Steven Spielberg will get on uh, Fox News. And that, by the way, that was courtesy of Fox News Digital that I played. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I'm happy that that he is out there and, and bringing the issue to light here in the United States. I think that that's a... Having the courage, having yeah. the courage. And it, it does take uh, courage now, nowadays. And it it's really, so important. It really does. So important. Yeah. Okay. Um, a little bit about China. Uh, we'll play here real quick. Let's listen to this. Taiwan's defense ministry said that it detected three Chinese warships, including the Shandong aircraft carrier passing through the Taiwan Strait. As Beijing keeps up pressure on the self-ruled island it claims as its own. The ministry said it was monitoring the movements of the ships and will respond accordingly. In a tweet, the ministry said that the three vessels were headed north along the Taiwan Strait at noon and were steering along the west of the median line, an unofficial boundary once tacitly accepted by both sides. Guy Davis reporting. And again here, I'm going to stick with my prediction that uh, Taiwan will 
in fact, be invaded by China. It's just inevitable. Um, I think that in many ways they're waiting to see what's going on with the Ukraine uh, to see because of Russia's invasion of the Ukraine. How's the world reacting to that? What are they going to do? Okay, they're not really doing much. They're putting on sanctions that don't are doing zero damage, according to mm-hmm. multiple reports around the world. So uh, don't be surprised, you know. And every time, and I, I, I say this with some degree of uh, knowledge here that every time a country sends another an airplane in the direction of another country sends a ship in the direction of another country it's not that they're going to attack that's not what they're you know unless it, unless it is a full-fledged attack and believe me that's only that's going to be a lot more than just one ship or plane right mm-hmm. but what they're looking for is response how long does it take them to get an airplane up? How long, do, you know, how how close can we get before they before they react? That's the kind of stuff that these all these uh, tests test runs are all about. Do you agree with that, Terry, or am I just imagining this stuff? Sure, not at all. Uh, watch two boxers in a ring. That's exactly what they're doing. They're right. not going for that that killer punch right away. They're checking out, seeing what your reflexes are, how you're bouncing, which way you're going. And there's going to come that, that explosion is going to come, but it's going to come when you least expect it. When they've got your rhythm down, they know your response time. They know which direction you're moving. Bang. They just hit you. Right. Agree. Agree with that a hundred percent. Okay. Now just this past weekend, they did hold an election in Turkey. And the uh, president there, Rajawan, how do you say his name? Erjawan? Erjawan. Yeah. Erjawan, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he did win, but it, it, was a lot, it was a lot closer than they, than they thought it was going to yeah. be. Let's listen, let's listen to this. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan is settling in for another five years in power after winning Sunday's runoff in the country's election. But the second round of voting revealed a Turkey deeply divided. The president beat his opponent by just four percentage points, an outcome that a few months ago would have been unthinkable. What's the outlook? Kim Sengupta is world affairs editor for Britain's independent newspaper. It means more of the same, really, except uh, with an even more authoritarian uh, president in his third decade in power, 25 years uh, altogether. The fact is that despite the opposition coming to to within 4% of uh, beating him, he won. And, and if you listen to his message after his victory, it is very combative. Um, it, it, it's quite aggressive towards certain sections of the community, the LGBTQ community, also the, the politicized um, Kurdish uh, community, and and basically showing absolutely uh, no sense uh, uh, of compromise to the opposition. Mm-hmm. So I think you're going to see an, an, an even more emboldened President Erdogan. And that will cause angst in a variety of global capitals. There are still, though, continuing questions about President Erdogan's health. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. And, you know, because he has served so long, and again, he was reelected to another five-year term, um, I don't think he really cares at this point. He's won. He's won. So yeah. now now he can do yeah. whatever he wants to for the next five years. And <laughs> Turkey, again, a NATO country, but a NATO country in name only, in my opinion. Um, I believe that they're going to continue to distance themselves from what we had hoped that they would be and continue to uh, become closer with enemies like Russia, Iran, China, you name it. Uh, yeah. Again, they are part of what will uh, what will be the Gog and Magog uh, coalition that moves against Israel. The Bible says so. You, know, mm-hmm. you don't believe me? Pick up a Bible and read Ezekiel chapter thirty-eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry, you got any comment on that? 
Uh, his name is Erdogan, E-R-D-O-W-N. And I, if I can't see it written down, then I, I, I it's hard for me to capture it. Yeah. But it's Erdogan, and uh, just FYI. And, um, yeah, his name is going to get bigger. That's one of the reasons when you find out people are doing things, you start watching. And when people start pronouncing their name correctly or the way they want it, uh, now you know they're moving on to the center stage. So. Amen. Okay, a uh, little bit of breaking news for those of us in Texas, you know, just uh, to let you guys know. It ju- it's just a it's just a really quick report here. It just emerged. I mean, as we are speaking here, that uh, Governor Abbott is calling for a special session in Texas to uh, discuss reducing property taxes for those of us in Texas. So. Uh, I I can't help but say yay! I'm glad to hear that. You know, anything to give me a little bit of a break, I'm I'm good with that. Okay, um, now we've talked about China and China and Taiwan. That's on one front, but the other front is over in Russia and the Ukraine. So uh, I want y'all to listen to this report very carefully because this is a big one. Authorities in Moscow say nobody was seriously injured in a drone attack in which two buildings sustained minor damage. Russia's defence ministry has called it a terrorist incident and says it was launched by the Ukrainian government. They claim eight drones were involved in total, six of which were shot down and two were forced off course. In Kyiv, the latest airstrikes killed one person after several buildings caught fire. Kim Sengupta, World Affairs Editor at the Independent Newspaper, says the attack was not unexpected. After two days of, of, of strikes in Kyiv, including uh, daytime strikes, which uh, we haven't had for a while, you had General uh, Kirill Budanov, head of the military intelligence in, in Ukraine, who has always been rather a bullish, uh, char- aggressive character, saying there will be retribution. Okay, now let me say this. The Ukrainian presidential aide, okay, this is an aide to Zelensky, he says that uh, Ukraine was not involved in this attack, but that they were very pleased to watch. And then he added the, the last comment here, which is kind of telltale to me. He said, I forecast more. Well, how would you forecast more if you didn't know about it in the first place? Okay. So he kind of stepped on himself on that one. Okay. I think it's pretty obvious that the Ukraine just did attempt to use drones in the Moscow capital. But, you know, they're they're just saying Moscow, right? Okay. Well, listen to this because this gets a little bit deeper here. Okay. This is according to Reuters. The Ukraine war comes to Moscow as drones strike both capitals. Ukrainian drones struck wealthy districts of Moscow. Russia said in what one politician called the most dangerous attack since World War II that Kiev also was hit by air for the third time in 24 hours. Now, since Russia sent troops into its neighbor February of last year, the war has largely been fought inside Ukraine, though Moscow has reported some attacks on its territory and said one was an assassination attempt against President Vladimir Putin. Remember, we reported that a couple of weeks ago. Now, this early morning attack, it targeted, this is the important part here, it targeted some of Moscow's wealthiest areas, including where Putin and the elite have their residences. So in other words, it looks like what they were trying to do is go after Putin again. Now, this is the second time that Ukrainian forces have attempted to kill Vladimir Putin. And the Russian attacks are now beginning to go more into, into Kiev. That's, you know, they're, they're beginning to hit them much harder. I've actually seen film. I was not. I do not have the right to the uh, video that I saw, so I can't provide it for you guys. But um, it shows the citizens of Kiev getting to bomb shelters. There, you, you can hear the bomb, uh, the the sirens, and that kind of thing going off, and that they're walking to get into, and you can hear explosions. So. Um, Things are beginning to get really hot 
over there, and I expect there to be a lot more, a lot more problems. Uh, Terry, you have any anything you want to say? No, it's just it's heating up. Uh, we're we're seeing it right in front of our eyes. Um, well, I got one more. I got one more. It's basically yeah. on the basically on the same topic, but it just shows you where this is going, in my opinion, because I've called for the I've not called for it. I've predicted for months that tactical nuclear weapons were going to be used. Maybe not. Okay, and people are saying, "Yeah, okay, you're changing your mind." No, I'm not. Just listen, listen to this very, very carefully. Ukraine's military intelligence has claimed without offering evidence that Russia is plotting a large-scale provocation at a nuclear power plant. A statement released Friday by the Intelligence Directorate of Ukraine's Defense Ministry claimed that Russian forces would strike the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, the biggest in Europe, and then report a radioactive leak in order to trigger an international probe that would pause the hostilities and give the Russian forces the respite they need to regroup ahead of the counter offensive davis richards reporting and i agree with all of that except the pause part you know and the regroup part i think that yeah they could very easily use an existing nuclear facility to do some hellacious damage in the ukraine and continue doing what they're doing now because it's the Mm -hmm. ukraine that's going to be hurt by this and the world, what's the world going to do, Terry? What do they always do when there's a situation like this? What do they do? Nah, nothing. They go get an ice cream cone. Right. They protest. They jump up and down, just like they yeah. will when uh, the Gog and Magog uh, coalition comes together and when Russia joins with, with Iran and with Turkey and with those other uh, members, China, I, I, I believe, is going to be a big part of it as well. And the world is going to protest. They're going to protest. And guess what a protest marks? Guess what it does on the international mm-hmm. stage? Nothing. Zero. Nothing. Okay. Um, I don't know. Do you have any any comment on any of that, Terry? Uh, no, no. It's just, uh, and, and, you know, it's interesting uh, taking the nuclear aspect. The thing that, that concerns me deeply, as I'm sure it does many, is they don't know if they were to attack that nuclear facility, they have no idea how widespread or which direction the wind is going to carry that. Right, right. Yeah, that's, it, that's it, what it could blow back right into Russia. So you know, um, yeah. I'm thinking that if they do it, that they're going to have weather reports. You know, there's going to be, uh, in other words, they would have to know that the wind is going to be blowing away from Russia territory and more into Ukraine before they did it. That's just a guess. And of course, yeah, that, no, that's not, no, I think you're right. No, yeah. no, absolutely. They would do that. Here's the problem. What did Jesus say? How do you know which way the wind is going to blow? That's what he said. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and we really wanted to get into Ezekiel today. And I'm sorry we took up so much time with just news reporting, but I think it's all important because it shows how the world is just going nuts. Okay. Yeah. Um, but we do want we we do want to talk about um, about uh, Ezekiel chapter thirty six and Terry. Do you remember? Um, I'm trying to remember exactly where we said we were going to take this up. Uh, was it uh, was it verse twenty or was it verse twenty three? Uh, Let's try twenty three. That sounds closer. Okay. It was those last verses of that. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. All right. I'm going to put it up up here on screen. Um, and this is yeah, Ezekiel. This is- Okay, Ezekiel chapter 36, uh, verses 23 through 26 to begin. Go ahead. And I will sanctify my great name, which has been profaned among the nations. Let me do that again. And I, God speaking, and I will sanctify my great name, which has been profaned among the nations, which you have profaned in their midst. And the nations shall know that I am the Lord, says the Lord God, when I am hallowed in you before their eyes, for I will take you from among the nations, gather you out of all countries, bring you into your own land. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean. I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you 
a heart of flesh. Amen. And moving on here to Ezekiel uh, 36, and this is verses 27 through 30. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, and you will keep my judgments and do them. Then you shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers. You shall be my people, and I will be your God. I will deliver you from all your uncleannesses. I will call for the grain and multiply it and bring no famine upon you. And I will multiply the fruit of your trees and the increase of your fields so that you need never again bear the reproach of famine among the nations. Once they're back, they're back. That's what that one Mm -hmm. is talking about Mm -hmm. there. Uh, Ezekiel chapter Mm -hmm. 36, verses 31 through 33. Then you will remember your evil ways and your deeds that were not good. And you will loathe yourselves in your own sight for your iniquities and your abominations. Not for your sake do I do this, says the Lord God. Let it be known to you. Be ashamed and confounded for your own ways, O house of Israel. Thus says the Lord God, on the day that I cleanse you from all your iniquities, I will also enable you to dwell in the cities and the ruins shall be rebuilt. And they have been rebuilt. And we're moving on now to Ezekiel 36, verses 34 through 36. The desolate land shall be tilled instead of lying desolate in the sight of all who pass by. So they will say, this land that was desolate has become like the Garden of Eden. And the wasted, desolate, and ruined cities are now fortified and inhabited. Then the nations which are left all around you shall know that I, the Lord, have rebuilt the ruined places and planted what was desolate. I, the Lord, have spoken it, and I will do it. And he has done it. And I believe we, I think we went over uh, some of these verses previously, but it's okay because mm-hmm. uh, it's important information. This mm-hmm. is actually what we have just been talking about here is prophecy coming true. In other words, again, the Bible has not been wrong a single time. Okay, we're moving on here to Ezekiel 36, verses 37 and 38. Thus says the Lord God, I will also let the house of Israel inquire of me to do this for them. I will increase their men like a flock, like a flock offered as holy sacrifices, like the flock at Jerusalem, On its feast days, so shall the ruined cities be filled with flocks of men. Then they shall know that I am the Lord. Now, really, um, I believe that most of those uh, scriptures are about the return of the Jews. I think it's pretty obvious that uh, this is the fulfillment of prophecy, that uh, God first made the land ready. And then he has begun to bring people back to it. Now, uh, Terry, you still are owed two minutes, sir. Um, okay. And I'm going to go ahead and, and give you that. But at the same time, I want you to comment on some of this, some of this scripture yeah. as, as well. Yeah. I think I think that's important. So Amen. we're we're, we're going to do. Yeah, I was really going to yeah, do that. We are so. going. To, we're we're going to do both. And uh, I want to get you. I want to get you prepared. Um, prepared to go here. So uh, before you get started, I do want to remind people that the last Christian newscast and radio show is proud to partner with a great educational program for youth based on solid Christian principles and values. As a parent, you're concerned about what your children are exposed to and learning in the public schools, so you will appreciate the opportunity to learn about Kirkwood's Christian online learning program that will keep your kids engaged in learning without worrying about the type of curriculum being presented to them. All it takes is a few minutes to set up the program, and your kids can begin working independently on any device, including desktop computers, laptops, tablets, iPads, or smartphones. And, of course, you can learn more about this program on the Last Christian website at www.lastchristian.net. That's www.lastchristian.net for all the free information about the Kirkwood Homeschooling Learning Program for Kids at only $1 a day. And, Terry, I'm going to be very open and honest with you about this right here. We got five minutes of yeah. showtime left. Okay. That's it. Okay. We got five minutes and okay. you got it. 
Okay, so you can use this uh, for both the two minutes and also about the scripture as well. So I'm going to put you up there right now. Here you go. Okay. Oops. Hey, and I just, I just put, hey, look, look at that. Look at that. I want everybody to see it. You see, that's what I look okay. at all the time. That's, that's, what I know. that's the reason I know what time we got. Okay, that's it. Go ahead, Terry. Okay. Okay. Yeah, pay. <laughs> I just dropped my screen there. Hang on just a second here. Let me, oh, you're let me good. do this here. You're good. If I can, if I he can wanted find to see it. the clock. Yeah. Here we are. Okay. There here we are. Okay. Pay. Thy testimonies are wonderful. Therefore, doth my soul keep them. The entrance of thy words give light. It gives understanding unto the simple. I opened my mouth and panted, for I longed for thy commandments. Look thou upon me and be merciful unto me, as thou used to do unto those that love thy name. Order my steps in thy word, and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. Deliver me from the oppression of man, so will I keep thy precepts. Make thy face to shine upon thy servant, and teach me thy statutes. Rivers of water run down mine eyes, because they keep not thy law. Zadie. Righteous art thou, O Lord, and upright are thy judgments. The testimonies that thou hast commanded are righteous and very faithful. My zeal hath consumed me, because mine enemies have forgotten my words. Thy word is very pure. Therefore thy servant loveth it. I am small and despised, yet do not I forget thy precepts. Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and thy law is the truth. Trouble and anguish have taken hold on me, yet thy commandments are my delights. The righteousness of thy testimonies is everlasting. Give me understanding, and I shall live. Maranatha, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Amen. Going back to, going yeah, back I want to Ezekiel. To, yes. Yeah. Go ahead and comment on that. Uh, going back to Ezekiel. I want to point out, if you'll notice, if you'll go back over those passages, what you're going to see is that those passages are all written in a way that you understand. He says it, God says it several times throughout that passage. I'm going to do this, and it's going to remain. Well, Israel's doing fine right now, but the Bible says in Revelation, they're going to get so torn up that the enemy is going to actually be able to get to the environs of Jerusalem. And I think it's something like one third of Jerusalem is either going to be overtaken or only one third is going to be kept by the Jews. Anyway, it's going to be a bloody mess when right. Jesus comes out of the sky in Revelation 19 to set things right. So this passage we've just read about God's promises of restoring Israel and the world saying, you know what, this is God. That's going to happen as God sets up the 1,000-year reign. That's what that prophecy is dealing with. He has brought them back into the land, but the Bible says they've been brought back in uh, in unbelief. And right. believe me, you can go to Israel. You're going to find Jewish people that have become messianic. They've become believers in Jesus. You're going to find Jews that are waffling back and forth. You're going to find a lot of Jews that don't believe in God at all. Right. I mean, it's a mess, and it's going to get, but but these promises, nonetheless, because you can go over there and say, oh, that's not true. These people don't even know Jesus, and rah, 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 you know, but no, hey, there are a lot of them that are getting saved, uh, and I encourage them to read Isaiah 53. We may go over that again. I just love it, and I know Joel absolutely loves it. So, But anyway, the point being is that this is going to happen. It's going to get worse before it gets better. But in Revelation 19, Jesus is coming back. Joel and I and millions of Christian believers are going to be with him, and he's going to uh, destroy uh, the enemy and save Israel that's left and restore them, bring them into the thousand year reign. And it's going to be so beautiful that uh, you can study it for years and not see all of the wonders it's going to be. Amen. Amen. And uh, we have come to the end of this edition of the uh, Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show. If you haven't accepted Christ, please do. The rapture could happen at any time. Everything that Terry just ta was talking about there happens after the rapture. 
as far mm-hmm. as Jerusalem being, you know, uh, Israel being, uh, having all kinds of discord. And it can, you know, this, this rapture can happen at any time. So please, if you haven't accepted Christ, please do. If we're blessed with another day, uh, we'll be back next time for another edition of the Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show. Until then, everybody, have a wonderful week. God bless you. Thanks again for joining us today for The Last Christian Radio Show. And be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday right here and at www.lastchristian.net. Until the trumpet sounds.